Okay, joining me next is going to be Doug Coors, yes, of that Coors family, but also the CEO of Adele Golf. Before we get to Doug, I want to remind you about what they're doing there over at Adele Golf. Power and precision. Adele Golf's SMS and SMS Pro irons offer the ultimate in iron adjustability. Featuring the revolutionary swing match weighting technology, precisely dial in each iron to your swing by moving the heaviest weight to its optimal position for maximum performance. Learn more about them by going to adelgolf.com. Folks are having a 4th of July sale over at squares.com. Take $40 off Squares men's and women's mess style shoes now through July 4th. Designed for those ultra hot days on the course, enjoy enhanced breathability and maximum performance with Squares mess shoes. Head to squares.com, that's S-Q-A-I-R-Z.com to get in on the savings. Looking for the ultimate Myrtle Beach golf experience? Well, it's only a click away. Check out the two-play special at two of America's most awarded public golf courses, Caledonia Golf and Fish Club and True Blue Golf Club. They are low country masterpieces featuring two iconic Mike Strands designs. Play these two incredible courses for one great price. Visit CaledoniaGolfAndFishClub.com to learn more about the two-play special and book your tee time today. Again, that's CaledoniaGolfAndFishClub.com. Okay, now next on the tee with me is Doug Coors. Doug is a member, like I say, of the Coors Brewing family. He's been a VP of Coors Tech since 2007 and CEO of Ceramitech since 2008. His background is in engineering, physics, and manufacturing. Like I say, he is now the CEO of Adele Golf, one of the great partners that we have here on the show, and I'm delighted I get to have him with me tonight here on Next on the Tee. Hey, Doug, thanks for coming on the show. Hello, Chris. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Uh, Doug, I imagine everyone obviously is interested to hear what it was like for you growing up as a member of the Coors family. What was it like for you? How was it uh, to be a member of the Coors family growing up in Colorado? Well, it's uh, it's funny you mentioned that because I actually spent most of my uh, youth in in Oregon, and at the time, Coors was not sold in Oregon because of pasteurization laws, and um, all, a lot of the kids that I grew up with didn't didn't really know what Coors was or or how, what it meant in uh, in Colorado and, and the rest of the U.S. where where we did sell our product. However, uh, from I think from uh, Basically, high school on, I was kind of thrown into the thrux of wherever uh, Coors was sold, and I did get a lot of, I got a lot of friends that, that gave me a hard time about it, um, and uh, a lot of, a lot of great memories growing up with that, um, that background. Yes, and I read one of your best friends was Craig Canada, who is a a really good amateur golf player, played on what's now the Corn Ferry Tour, and on the PGA Tour on and off from 1997, I believe, to 2008. Talk about your relationship with Craig. Yeah, Craig was, a, was my best friend growing up. We were um, uh, good buddies, and we played all kinds of sports together. So I we played baseball together. We played basketball. Um, he was an amazing athlete, and I didn't even know what golf was, really. Um, and I would go play tennis and then he would leave and I'd ask him what he's doing. He says, I'm playing golf. And, uh, I was like, you know what? I got a set of golf clubs from my grandfather and I don't even know how to play. 
So he invited me out to teach me all about golf and showing me all kinds of shots and trick shots. And we were in seventh grade and he's, you know, basically a scratch golfer showing me the ropes. And I really couldn't have had a better introduction to the game than, than to see it from Craig and, and then watch him uh, just excel throughout his career. He had a long career on the PGA tour, different tours. Is he really the one responsible for you getting out and getting uh, involved in the game of golf? Was, was that how you got introduced to it? That, that was my uh, early memory. My father's the one that got me. I think uh, he, I don't know if he had anything to do with my grandfather sending us golf clubs for Christmas. Um, however, he might have. My, my father was a huge fan of golf. He, you know, to him, golf was life and life was golf. And he just embraced, he was one of the most competitive people I, I've known. And I would say that even to this day, and I've met a lot of very competitive people. Um, I had a, a friend tell me, he said that, uh, this helped me when my dad passed. He said, heaven just got a lot more competitive <laughs> and I, I got a good kick out of that one. But so between my father and Craig, but I, I spent most of my time golfing with Craig when I was younger. And then as I, as I grew older, um, I started playing a lot of golf with my father and he would take me to. Um, you know, I saw you had uh, Jim McLean on here. I've been to his schools a few times and um, just <clears throat> really loved learning, learning how to play golf. Do you have a favorite golf memory, whether it was with your father or uh, otherwise as you were growing up? I do. My greatest, greatest memory was because of my father. He invited me to the uh, Las Vegas Senior Classic. And uh, it was a pro-am. I got to play my first round with uh, Jim Colbert. Wow. Uh, and it was amazing. And to to this day, that experience was really amazing. I, I ended up, I was playing pretty well with Jim Colbert. I actually, we're on the eighth hole, I believe it was, maybe ninth hole. I think it was the ninth hole. And the uh, amateurs got probably a 120-yard break from the pro tees. And I could hit it pretty far back then when I was young. And so I was waiting for the, the the group in front of us to clear. And Colbert comes running up and says, just hit the ball, damn it, let's go. And so I just smiled and put the tee down, hit it. And my ball rolled up on the green between Lee Trevino's legs. Oh, my. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I was sweating bullets. Lee Trevino took his uh, white hat off, put it on top of his putter and waved Wave the surrender flag at me. <laughs> did you point back at Colbert? Did you say it's his fault? Uh, I did. I tried everything. I met up with him on the, I think the 10th was a par three. And I think we are all sitting there. And uh, Colbert told a, a dirty joke that I can't even remember. And we were, we were all laughing a little bit at it. And I, and from that moment on, I kind of felt like I was just there to play golf and I wasn't in some tournament where i was nervous or didn't know what was going on and just really had a great time uh colbert broke the ice there with lee trevino and and i finished uh well enough to play in uh the last day with hale irwin wow so i got to play uh around with hale irwin and he, he bought me a free beer afterwards um but just it was it was quite the weekend i don't know if you could orchestrate a better weekend no kidding those three legends and you get to spend time with them. I don't know how it gets any better than that. 
It was crazy. Doug, I read that you visited the Adele manufacturing plant in Texas to help give some suggestions on improving their manufacturing process. Is that where it all started with you and the brand? It really, it, it's, yes. Basically, I was asked to do some due diligence um, for a friend that was looking at potentially uh, purchasing the company. And I went out first to see if it, the product had any merit, you know, the fitting process, the product, how good it was. Second, I was looking at, at their manufacturing processes and their business in general. Um, and I got to know the team there and I got to know the product really well. And I was a fit by David. And to be honest, I had never putted better after getting fit with David and getting a putter that I could aim well and I had good speed with. And I was, at first I thought it was hocus pocus. So I, uh, I went and got fit again um, with the Adele system by somebody else. And lo and behold, it was a fit into the exact same putter. And I was blown away. Let's talk about that fitting process because I read you became an Adele customer with their wedges and putters and you went through that fitting process, which is fantastic. I went through it as well. Shout out to Will Pugh, who did a great job on my fitting. Talk about your experience getting fit. Yeah, so I, I aimed my putter way left and I had no idea I did that. <clears throat> Interestingly enough, I had, um, I had a, a preference toward blade putter. and. When I got fit, I got fit into uh, a back set mallet putter. And I was thinking, what is going on with this? Why is that? And I was, when I was being fit, I was like, I'm not going to look where I'm aimed. I'm going to let them do the fitting process. I'm going to be as neutral as I can. I'm not going to be opinionated or try and win the game. And when I came up, when they came up with that putter, I was like, what is this? And sure enough, that's why I went back to get fit again and another back set mallet. And it was, it's crazy when you know that you can aim your putter and exactly what line it's going to start out on. It, to me, it's game changing, world changing. And now I know when I set my putter down, if it's an eight foot or 10 foot putter, I know where that putter's pointed. And exactly. And I know if I hit a putt, right or left of my intended line. I know whether I pulled it or pushed it or I opened the face on the backstroke or I, I got the hands ahead of it or what I know exactly what I did wrong. And having that instant feedback is just to me, amazing. Um, and then, you know, we go into the speed portion and that to me is what's really remarkable as well is knowing exactly how hard to hit something for 15 feet and having that in your arsenal going to, uh, a course and knowing how hard to hit a 15 foot putt, what goes 15 feet is, is another incredible thing. And, and moving weight around like we do now in our irons, but moving these weights around just little bits make huge differences. Um, you know, changing, changing a internal weight by one inch down the handle or up the handle can make an amazing difference in, in a putter performance and how you putt. So, Doug, now you're CEO of Adele Golf, and as someone who grew up in the brewing business, how do you decide one day, you know what, I love these clubs, you know what, I think I'll buy the company? Well, it was it was a journey. It took uh, probably like maybe eight years, six six to seven, maybe eight years from when I first introduced to the company until, until I bought it. I'd retired from the family business, and honestly, I was looking for another challenge, and and 
Why did I pick a big one in golf? And I I love it. It's uh, exciting. I get to um, I get to get involved in all kinds of really really fun and unique things that we do at Edel Golf and learn about placing weights in particular positions or what happens when you move this or try that or or have a you know a line on a putter or no line on a putter and things that that make a difference to people and improve their ability to score you know we, I think we call ourselves well, I know we call ourselves a scoring performance brand and we're one of the few out there that have the breadth and ability to really dial somebody in uh especially in their putter and their wedges Doug, I know David Adele is is no longer there and a part of what's going on at Adele Golf. Might at some point you look at rebranding the company or is there too much brand recognition and history there? I like the history and, and David has set such a great foundation for us. And I believe that we can really take that uh, going forward. I don't see a, a need to try and uh, <clears throat> come up with a, a better story than what David put together and, and the things he's done with putting and with wedges and now with the full swing with the other irons going um it's just i think it's a great foundation and a really uh fun and exciting uh area and market to be in right now you mentioned the sms irons and i've read great compliments about those irons i saw that one person wrote they allow me to hit shots i've only dreamed of well you know what now you've got my attention Talk about your SMS irons and what sets them apart from everybody else. The biggest thing that sets them apart is the weight adjustability. And it's a fancy way to apply lead tape. You know, that's that happens in tour all the time. Uh, if you look at a tour player's bag, there's a lot of uh, fidgeting and fussing around with, with those, uh, with weights. And a lot of lead tape, some of it's... Um, some of it's done by the tour fitting vans and others, but allowing the individual to move a weight around and see what difference it makes in their, in their swing, uh, angle of attack, their, their, uh, uh, path, uh, this remarkable changes. Uh, my path changes, I think 1.8 degrees with the weight in the heel. And I hit it much more flush, uh, for me and others. I've seen changes, you know, attack angle and path to create a much more flush contact, you know, the weight in the toe. And actually about 80% of the people we tested do better with either the weight heavier in the heel or heavier in the toe. Only about 20% have the weight in the middle, which is remarkable to me. So you've got actually two lines, right? In the SMS irons, you've got the SMS and the SMS Pro. What's the difference between the two? The SMS is... Uh, an iron that is geared towards, uh, it's more forgiving and geared towards, uh, say, the 5 to 15 handicappers, uh, maybe in the 20 handicappers. It's kind of a player's distance club. And then our SMS Pro is a, a cavity back iron. Um, it's a little smaller head with a little thinner top line. And, uh, you know, that's probably for the plus handicap up to the 15 handicap. The sole of the irons looks unique to me. The leading edge, the mid-tier, and the trail relief, all different kinds of looks to the bounce of the irons. That looks very unique and different to me. Talk about what those things do for us. Yeah, the unique thing is uh, is the bounce for sure. And 
and we're a believer in having the correct bounce for your for your game. Our trisole in the SMS Pro is is just incredible. It's got a little more blunt front end and then a lot of trail relief at the back, which allows you to really attack the ball and and get through the turf really well, which can increase your clubhead speed. So mine mine clubhead speed, like I said, I think it went up a mile and a half an hour in my seven iron. Um, because of, I think, the bounce. With all of your equipment, Doug, it, it's really about finding where the proper weighting alignment is, you know, for each of our individual swings. So the face is in the right place at impact. So along with lie angle, your clubs actually help us deliver the face back to square based on where the weights are configured in the back of the clubs, in this case, in the irons. Talk about that. Talk about how the the ability to change where the weights are in the back of the irons is really going to make a difference in us being able to get the club face squared impact. Yes. And it's player dependent, but it does, it makes such a difference that I would encourage everyone to just try it. Um, it, it can change. It changes just based on the person. Um, but having that face square to path at impact is, is so important. And that's what I think everyone wants to achieve all the time. Uh, but having the weight in the correct place will allow you to do that much more efficiently. And it's for yourself. Uh, there's not a prescription of, oh, Chris, you need weight in the toe and I need weight in the heel. It's you you change the weight and they'll, the magic happens. You just can deliver that club with full confidence and you're, you don't have any inhibitions when you take the club back to, to hit it, when you know that weight's that club is going to be squared impact. It's just a, it's a magical feeling. You moved the majority of the manufacturing of your equipment from Texas to Denver. Talk about the new facility you guys have there. Yes, we have a new facility. We share it with a, a door company and um, they take the bulk of it. And we have the kind of the front, it used to be a bank. So we're kind of in the lobby of an old bank and we have a uh, simulator there. We have putting green, so we do fittings, and all of our assembly is done there. Uh, and our headquarters is there. R and D is there. Uh, marketing's there, and it's it's really a fun atmosphere to have kind of everyone in one place. We do have our machine shop still in Austin, Texas, and our fitting studio there, and some great, fantastic people still in Austin to help fit and and make all that kind of specialty products and, and fitting systems that we need to get our product out there. So um, it's, it's fun to have it near Denver. I can spend a lot more time with the business and uh, I really enjoy having people out in Colorado. You mentioned marketing and one of the guys responsible for helping you realize the goals of the company now is your chief marketing officer, Michael Pye. Michael worked for Nike. He worked for Strixon in the past. I know He's only been with Adele for a few months, but talk about getting to have Michael as part of the team now. Uh, we're really lucky to have Michael with us. He's uh, he's quite a character, and um, you know he's been he's been there before. I'm I'm new to the golf world. I've been kind of at it for a few years now, but uh, Mike's been there before. He's been in a situation of having a relatively small company, uh, trying to make it in the industry. Um, he's been with the big guys with Nike, has some amazing experience and and what was done in the past at at uh, 
<clears throat> Srixon and Nike and also Callaway and, and how those brands were able to grow and develop and what they did. And he's just, uh, I think he's, he's a master. Uh, he knows our company inside and out just from having, you know, talked with us for a little bit, doing some research and, and visiting with our uh, customers in the past couple of months. And he's really set an amazing direction for us. We're really excited to have him. And uh, he, it's, it's going to be fun to see, to see Dell golf in the next year or two. Well, let's take that a step further. As you look out two, three, four years, what's your vision for where Dell golf is going to be? Well, we want to make everyone's life more fun on the golf course. And we do that by, if you can make another putt, a putt that you wouldn't have made, or you can chip one close to the hole and save a par and take $20 off your friend. That's really where we want to be. Uh, that's our goal. Our goal is to make the game fun for you. Put clubs in your hand that are going to improve your ability to score. And we're going to continue on that path for years and years to come. Doug, one more before I let you go. There's a lot of great golf out there in Colorado. Shane LeBaron is a great friend of the show. He's the director of golf out there at Cherry Hills, which is definitely on my bucket list of courses to play. What are some of the great courses around Colorado or anywhere else, really, that uh, you've had an opportunity to play? Oh, Colorado is full of amazing courses and even even some new courses, too. But uh, Country Club of the Rockies is amazing. Castle Pines. and then some of the public courses around. I don't think you can beat the views uh, out at Arrowhead. Um, Fossil Trace and Golden is is a lot of fun. There's uh, Rain Dance up in Windsor now. That's that's fairly new. It's over eight thousand yards. It's quite a challenge. I've not played that yet. Um, but then uh, across the way is Berthed TPC Berthed up there at Heron Lakes, hosting a Corn Ferry event. Uh, an incredible course. And then you got Colorado golf club. Uh, I play at rolling Hills, which is a great little club, uh, West of town. Um, yeah, cherry Hills. Gosh, there's just, I looked at where we were in Texas in Liberty Hill and there's several courses within say 20, 20 miles, maybe five. And in Denver, where we are, there's probably 30 or 40. So it's just an amazing golf town. Indeed. Doug, before I let you go, remind our listeners how they can follow all the great things you guys are doing at Adele Golf, whether it's online or it's on social media. Yes, online uh, or social media, edelgolf.com. Visit our webpage. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, uh, Blake Whittemore, who's who's our marketing manager, does a great job. And, And Jeremy, our content producer, does an amazing job. So Please check us out. Uh, take a look at some of our education and some of our videos and, and how we do our fits. And it's really phenomenal. And I would say, give it a try. Well, Doug, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your busy schedule to come and be a part of the show tonight. You're fantastic, my friend. I hope we get the privilege of catching up with you again sometime soon and, and get the, get the updates on all the great things that you guys are doing because the products are just outstanding. Well, thank you so much, Chris. It was a real pleasure, and thanks for having me on. It's a real honor, too. So thank you so much, and have a wonderful evening. I appreciate it. You too, Doug. All the best to you and your family. We'll catch up soon. All right. See you, Doug.
That is the great Doug Coors, folks. I am excited about the future of this company. They are a great partner of this show. Very thankful to Doug and to Blake Withermore and, and all the folks over there for their, their wonderful partnership. And those SMS irons are something I cannot wait to get my hands on. They could be game changers. I'm looking forward to finding out. And I tell you, the fitting I went through for my wedges and my putter, outstanding. The detail that they go to, the process that they go through, it is way more than I ever expected. And they've got a wonderful quality product that I am really enjoying. What I hope we get the opportunity to do is catch up with Doug and, and Blake and those guys a little bit later on in the year. The growth of the company, I'm sure, is going to go through the roof. And uh, like I say, when you've got someone like Doug Coors and the background from the Coors Brewing Company now leading Adele Golf, nothing but great things are going to happen from here. So I wish them the best of luck and look forward to catching up with Doug again real soon. 